Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sex and Violence with Rebel Girl is presented by UFC Fight Pass. See the best that UFC Fight Pass has to offer on the Fight Pass 24-7 stream, offering a constant channel of historic fight action all day, all night. Tune in, sit back, and enjoy a network created by fans for fans. Step into our world. UFCFightPass.com Hey guys, welcome back to Sex and Violence with Rebel Girl, presented by UFC Fight Pass, the show that interviews top-level MMA fighters and other experts in their fields about love, dating, romance, and that all-too-taboo subject, sex. I'm your host, Ashley Rebel Girl Evan Smith. Now let's talk about sex and violence. What's happening, hot stuff? What is up, all my naughty listeners? Happy Saturday. Uh, I apologize. We're a day late on our episodes this week, but we're bringing it to you regardless, so enjoy. Uh, I'm actually (laughs) dead as fuck right now. Um, I feel hungover, even though I didn't drink or do drugs or party hardy. I just stayed up late, and I guess I'm an old fucking lady. So uh, I went to the Suicide Silence show last night. If you guys don't know who that is, check them out. They are an amazing deathcore band, and um, all the guys in the band are just big sweethearts, and I go way back with them, and they killed it. They played Anaheim House of Blues, which um, I guess that I I totally thought it was uh, over in downtown Disney still, but they moved it, so the new venue looks awesome. That was really fun. But yeah, this week, uh, okay, so... I don't have too much going on. If you guys tune in every week, then you know that International Fight Week is coming up. Uh, the USC does that every year. It's usually around my birthday, July, first week of July. And this year, they're bringing out all the brand new UFC Fight Pass podcasters. And that includes me and Sex and Violence with Rebel Girl. So we are headed out there on July 1st. If you guys are out there, it's a big fan experience, I think. 
you just, you know, there's booze, you can go uh, meet your favorite fighters and uh, do different things. And so if you are attending that, come check us out. I'm not really sure uh, where we'll be exactly, but as uh, it gets closer, we're still about a month away, I will give you guys some more details. Other than that, I don't really have much going on. Um, Let's see. Yeah, I told you guys I'm doing uh, some fan time photo shoot stuff. I did a new one this week. So if you want to check that out, always let you guys know that that's www.ashleyrebelgirl.com. If you guys want to buy any merchandise, you can always go to our website. That's sexviolencewithrebelgirl.com. And you can always email us at sexandviolencepodcast at gmail. If you have a question or a guest suggestion, you want to jump in on sponsoring the podcast, that would be where you do that. So uh, I'm going to keep this short and sweet this week, guys. I'm, I'm hurting. I'm hungover, even though <laughs> I didn't even drink. But um, let's get to our guest. There's oh no UFC fights because we're a day late this week. So let's talk to our guest. When choosing a supplement company, most would think it's an easy choice, but it's not. It's a matter of pride. You have your goal set to become who you were meant to be, a decision. A moment in life when you decide to be more, to be great, to use everything you can to be more than who you were. I choose Perfect Sports as my supplement company because Perfect Sports has been dedicated to providing top pros and athletes with the absolute highest quality nutritional supplements for over 18 years. Since 2003, Perfect Sports has been the choice for the most dedicated and discerning MMA and physique-transforming athletes who demand the very best. Perfect Sports is known for their product, Diesel New Zealand Whey Protein Isolate. It's a pure, grass-fed, pasture-raised protein that comes exclusively from the isolated island nation of New Zealand. Virtually free of lactose with a 90% protein yield. Even people who feel that they might be sensitive to dairy love this protein. I'm really most excited, because you guys know me, about their newest product, the Diesel Vegan. That will be ready in about a month, so stay tuned. But they aren't just a protein company. They've got products for bulking and leaning out, products for strength and recovery, pre-workout, or health and wellness to keep your immune up during these unprecedented times. Buy online at www.perfectsports.com and use code REBELGIRL for 20% discount. Connect with them on social media for all their latest product releases and giveaways. That's at PerfectSportsTM. Again, connect with them on social media for all the latest products and giveaways at PerfectSportsTM. Choose Perfect Sports. Be great. I'm so excited, guys. Okay, and I say guys, not the girls. Sorry, ladies, this one's not for you. This one is for all my listeners with some whiskers. You know, like mutton chops, a goatee, mustache, a Fu Man. No, no one has Fu Man shoes anymore. Or, but how about like a side beard or a neck beard or just a good old-fashioned, you know, face beard. This is for you guys. We are now in partnership with the best facial hair oil in the business, and they're called Rebel 
apothecary. How fitting is that? It's perfect, right? We didn't even plan that. These guys are the best. They're the best beard oil in, in the game. And they I know this because, not because I have a beard, but I know many hairy men, jujitsu guys, MMA fighters, and I've given this product to them and they said it's great. It keeps your face maintained and it smells good too. Guys, please check them out. They are a family owned and operated business and you can use our discount code REBEL to get 25% off your entire order. Find them on Instagram at rebel.apothecary or online at rebelapothecary.com. Check them out. Rebel Apothecary Beard Oil. Today's guest is a comedian and host of the podcast, George Perez Stories. He's appeared on numerous television shows such as Comedy Central, Showtime, Payaso Comedy Slam, LA TV Live, Loco Comedy Jam, Mind of Mencia, Master P's Black Superman, and MTV's Yo Mama. Born and raised in Orange County, he knew he was destined to make people laugh at an early age, performing for his family, and now he's performing at the top comedy circuits across the nation. We talk about fighting at a taco shop after prison, going from gangbanger to full-time father, 20 years of strip club DJing, sponsored by Planned Parenthood, Party Line, the OG online dating, bad threesome etiquette, sex next to a police station after being released, bad breath and dirty feet pet peeve, what a torta is, and much more. Here is your guest, George Perez. Hey, I'm going to start recording so you guys shut the hell up. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right, here we are with George Perez. Thank you so much for coming on the show. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. No problem. You had me on your show, so I had to return yeah. the favor. No, it was great, dude. They loved you, man. They're asking for you again like crazy. Are they? Yeah. My fans are ruthless. They're like, how much for her to choke me out? <laughs> Your fans are great because after I was on your show, I mean, on your uh, podcast, I came to your show in L.A. And when I was walking out, someone was like, hey, Ashley Evan Smith, uh, I heard you on the George Perez stories. You're awesome. I was like, you're awesome. That's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. You got some cool fans for sure. And you were great live. It was your birthday show. You had the Fools Gone Wild there. Yeah, Little Mr. E from Fools Gone Wild. <laughs> Hey, it was, how packed was that dude that was a great show i uh our homie manny saw your both shows back to back and they were oh, both wow. packed yeah fuck yeah yeah cheers you, you killed it yeah cheers i'm 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 hurting i'm not hung over i'm just tired from last night i went and saw a metal concert oh yeah who'd you go see my homie he's in a death metal band called suicide silence and uh Ooh. yeah they played the house of blues it was real fun 
I like the name already. Yeah, Suicide Silence. So you, uh, obviously, you're a stand-up comedian. You got George Perez stories. Are you touring right now? I know that you did a show over the weekend. So tell us what you got going on. I'm doing a take a shower tour. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Take a shower tour. Just so, hey, everyone needs to take a shower. When you get out the shower, how good do you feel? Fucking the best. That's what I say. Hey, take a shower, feel better. So we're doing a take a shower tour. <laughs> um, I'm going to be in Palmdale, Bisbee, Arizona, Tucson, Arizona, El Paso, Corpus. I'm going to do San Diego again and then go everywhere. Everyone just keeps adding dates to it as it goes on. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm going to be in New York with Joey Diaz. Then I'm going to do Jersey. Yeah. So, yeah, you know. Nice. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. And you can just add dates like that you don't got a a lady at home who's gonna get pissed if you just keep on adding dates and adding dates no she's gonna get happy because the more dates i add the more bank yeah she adds. <laughs> that's true okay so good luck with that tour any oc or la tour uh, shows coming up um no nothing for like the tour or anything but uh i'm gonna hit orange county in la last yeah it's nice to I end wanna- with the home right Exactly. Like yeah. I, I want to like my final one probably be in Santana. Yeah. Oh, that's that's where I live. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, I want to ask about MMA first. I know we're going to get into love yeah. and, and all that stuff. But what do you think about MMA? Do you watch it a lot? And if you do, who's your favorite fighter? What do I think of MMA? Yeah. <laughs> I think MMA is a life changing sport for nobody's and anybody's i like how nerds mm-hmm. can now just go train and be like you can't fuck with me no more dude it's a crazy world you can't yeah. judge a book by its cover at all at all <laughs> at all because i remember i seen eddie bravo before i knew he was eddie bravo mm-hmm. and i was like why is this full punk and joe rogan <laughs> <laughs> like he was just messing with joe rogan in the back and i was like and then they're like, yo, that's Eddie Bravo, dog. And then I was like, oh, damn. And he's from Santa Ana as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and Tito Ortiz. How crazy, huh? The badass yeah. is from Santa Gil- Ana. Gilbert Melendez, too. Yeah, Gilbert yeah. Melendez as well. Shout out, Gilbert so, Melendez. You know, I love MMA. I don't study it like I should. Um, I think it's great for the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, my favorite fighter... Hmm. Jones. You like him because of what he does in the cage or outside the cage? (laughs) (laughs) Both of them. Isn't it fucking crazy how he can party hard and fight even harder? Like, yeah, see, but that's what it is. It's the whole like Zen to me, how like when he gets in the ring, it's a whole different mindset of all the discipline and hard work he's put in it shows yeah i mean he's he's a he's a unicorn though you not everybody can live that lifestyle and then perform like they fucking got eight hours of sleep and ate a healthy breakfast you know i mean dennis rodman did did he really is that is he notorious for fucking partying harder than oh my god dude dennis rodman (laughs) during the nba finals left after the game flew to vegas fought hawk hogan what? Yeah, he did. W- yeah, and then he came back and did like twenty rebounds and like. <laughs> yeah, freak of nature. They're they're out there, you know. But it's not. I wouldn't recommend it for everybody else. I, I mean, this is a dumb question because I kind of know a little bit about your background. But 
Have you ever been in a fight? And if so, when was your when, when what was your first fight? And then tell us about your last fight. Wow, my first fight was mm-hmm. probably fifth grade. Damn. Like fight fight. I fought a seventh grader. I won't forget it. Never? Yeah. It's your first fight. I remember getting beat up. <laughs> but then the guy coming to tell my brother, I didn't know who this guy was. I was being disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And he my brother beat him up afterwards, but he was just like, look, dog, I know you guys. I have five brothers. Oh, he did. <laughs> so he was just like, I don't want to get jumped. My brother, but I just remember like, yeah, it was stupid. Yeah. Remember the BMX bikes? I tried to bunny hop <laughs> over his bike and I and I didn't even know the dude. And then I hit it. And I was like, what's up? And then I didn't get beat the shit out of, but uh-huh. I got beat. Yeah. Oh yeah. My first fight, I was like 15. I was playing basketball uh, and this like kind of crackhead lady was walking by and one of my girlfriends was talking shit to her and the lady, crackhead lady with her like grocery bags came up and like was yelling at my friend and I like stood in front of my friend and I got smacked the fuck up by this old lady, this old crackhead lady. And that was my first fight. I'll, I'll never remember because I went home and I was like looking in the mirror and I had like a f- handprint on my face and I was like, yeah. that's never going to happen again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was wild. Yeah. And what about your last fight? Do you remember your last fight? I know we're older I now. We try not it. to street fight, but. I can't forget it. So uh, I get out of prison. This is like 12 years ago. And I go to a taco shop in my hometown. And uh, there was this guy being disrespectful as fuck. There was like a line of 20 people. And he kept telling everyone, he he kept walking by people, hey, I'm next, I'm ahead of you. And people were kind of scared. And I was just like, fuck, I'm on parole. And I'm in the shape of my life. I just got done doing three years in prison. Like I'm in the shape of my life. And I remember him just going, hey, homie, I'm going to buy your food. I'm next. And I was like, nah, I can't. I got my pride right here, brother. Mm -hmm. And then he says something to me in Spanish. And I said something back in Spanish. And my Spanish wasn't acceptable enough for him. Yeah, he called me a pocho. That means half dog, half man. That's what what Mexicans from Mexico call Chicanos out here. They consider us half Mexican and half American, so pocho. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. That's what Chicano comes for, chico. Mm-hmm. Chico means little, and, ch- and cano's Mexicano, so it's half and half. Okay. And I just fucking lit him up. <laughs> like, the most scandalous drop back, he's not looking punch, boom. <laughs> and I got on top of him, like, just two punches, and then... My friend owns a restaurant. Oh, shit. <laughs> Grabs me. He's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you're in trouble. Well, I'm lucky he took all the cameras. He deleted. Oh, that's a homie. That's Hell. a homie. Damn. So wait, it, is Chicano, is that like an insult then? No, it was an insult back then, but we took it with pride. We're yeah. like, yeah, we are. We yeah. are American Mexicans. Yes, that's me. Don't say it in a derogatory way. Like it's something to be proud of. Yeah. Got it. I yeah. mean, look at the N word was a derogatory word that people made proud word. Yeah. 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 You know? That's I true. just the white people haven't caught up with cracker yet. <laughs> cracker. Uh, should I take it back? Should I just rep cracker? <laughs> All right. I mean, I'm actually half Mexican and half white. So. Well, you're a cracker with beans. You're a chili beans. <laughs> Cracker with beans. You got like the whole soup. Yeah, yeah. I got some crackers and some frijoles over here. <laughs> White and Mexican. But yeah, I mean, I've had other fights of like, of, 
you know, being at places and people just like quick hit and run. You you run from the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, oh yeah. I don't want to, you know, I won't make you tell the whole story. But, um, you know, I told a little bit about my story in your podcast, how when I was young, I was in with punk rockers. I ended up stabbing a guy, went to juvie, turned my life around. You know, my listeners know that I got a little crazy inside of me. Um, but like, you know, like what you're from Orange County. Mm-hmm. I know you got you. Uh, I read up on you. You wanted to be a comedian at an early age. I know you did some time. What the fuck happened in between? You know, you're killing it now, you know, but like, what happened? What was what so, was your youth like? I, I stopped gangbanging and I became a dad. Okay. I, mean, I was always a dad, but I was like, full time. Fuck this bullshit. Yeah. And then I started doing comedy. And then the guy that I beat up seen me on TV when I came out on MTV. What age is this? <sighs> I must be like 24, 25. Yeah, I saw some MTV, like your mama stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah. look at young George. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was like 20 years ago. Okay. And yeah, I mean, he sees me on TV and the crime happened three years before that. Okay. But since it's a John Doe, it doesn't have a statute of limitations. Okay. So you so, you you got in trouble three years after the crime? Yeah. And then I fought it in court for two years because I was doing MTV. I just did Comedy Central. I just did Showtime. And then while all these things are being processed, I get locked up before they're even fucking aired. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. No. No. I Okay. So I actually remember when I was on your podcast, you said one time you were watching fucking in jail. You're watching TV. And you saw your shit or something pop up. Yeah, or somebody was else like, oh. was like, hey, didn't I just see you on TV? <laughs> yeah, they're like, hey, aren't you supposed to be in Bakersfield? And the prison I was was in Bakersfield. Oh, that's fucking stabbing the heart. <laughs> I remember even going, you think the warden is going to let me go? Did HBO and Showtime talk to the warden? Am I going to go to this concert? Hey, dude, what, what am I going to wear? What outfit? <laughs> what am I going to wear? <laughs> But, uh, oh, damn. Yeah, that was it. So you got in trouble. You know, you did your time. How much time did you do? Three years. Three years. Holy shit. In the big boy jail. I only did my little juvie yeah. time. Wow, prison, mainline. Yeah, yeah. And then and then you got out. And then what happened after that? Because you are killing it now. You're touring. You got your own podcast. Yeah. Well, I got out and I had to reintroduce myself to society. For sure. You know, because I haven't. I haven't, comedy's majority black people and whites. And I really haven't talked to any of them in three years. Mm. So you know what I mean? It was like weird to talk to everybody. Yeah. You had to integrate back into normal life. Yeah. (laughs) And then I'm on parole. So it's like, I I can only be 50 miles from my house. So you can only like play venues that are in that area. Yeah, but I fucking cheated all that shit. How'd you cheat? I just went to Texas. I, I told my I told my parole officer, I said, look, dude, I'm not going to be able to live how you guys want me to. If if I can't go to work, bro, I'm going to have to start selling drugs or something. Yeah. And I hope my honesty is good with you, but like, I'm going to go to Texas. And if I do something wrong, no, I didn't lie to you. Wow. But if you don't, if you don't hear nothing, dog, just pretend it didn't happen. He's like, all right, that's Cause you know, I didn't, I never gave him a, a bad, dirty test. Yeah. Like I had custody of my kid. Like he knew yeah. I was doing good. 
Yeah, he understands that even though the system is about rehabilitation, they make it real fucking hard for you to rehabilitate, you know? Oh, it's the hardest shit ever. Yeah, I can only imagine. So what got you from, you know, trying to rehabilitate into society to where you're at now, where you're, you know, you're good, you're playing shows, you're doing the podcast, like, like, what happened? Like, what helped you out from in between? Just, you know, uh, grinding. Joey Diaz is my mentor. I met I met Joey Diaz before, right when I did comedy. Then I got out of prison. I met this guy named Brian Redband at the comedy store. Okay, yeah. He's a producer of Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. the creator of all these other podcasts. And uh, he was just like, yo, bro, you have great stories. You need to start doing a podcast called George Perez Stories. Yeah. And all you do is tell fucking stories. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, fucking, that's genius. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah, fucking you know. entertaining as hell. And then, you know, you're in the type of industry where you're traveling, you're meeting people from all walks of life. So then you network, you're a cool guy, you know, you meet someone cool and boom, yeah. there's a collaboration. You get to hear yeah. their stories like I love exactly. podcasting and look at you and me, yeah. what we're doing right now. Exactly. I love it. Yeah. George Perez stories, guys. Check it out. I was on episode 200 and something. Super fun. Um, The first half of the show, we shot the shit. We took a smoke break and then we shot the shit and it was less, uh, you know, (laughs) we kind of went everywhere. (laughs) There's a lot of chronic in this house. (laughs) Yeah. It was great. It was so great. I want to eventually get to the point where I have, you know, my own studio as well. And we can have people come in person. We're working towards that for sure. We just got signed to a UFC Fight Pass. No, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And so it took me like 120 episodes to get to where I was at. Really? Yeah. Because, you know, a lot, a lot of these new people, they just come do it. And I'm glad you're not doing like that. You're getting, you know what I mean? You're, you're, you're going to get to this. Like it's kind of it's just like MMA, you know. You tr- now you're just like, I'm ready for the big show, dude. I literally oh, said to the the listeners who are OGs, they know. I was like, guys, I'm just gonna take this like a fight camp, you know. Like fucking, it's gonna get rough, you know. And some podcast, yeah. some shows, I'm not gonna kill it, you know. I'm gonna fucking, you know, get my ass kicked, but I'm like, I'm gonna keep showing because consistency is what fucking makes everything, you know, work out. So uh, they know that I've stuck with them through. I had fucking spine surgery. I was in a neck brace doing the podcast, like. Yeah, yeah. Zol knows. Fuck, our studio burnt down. I was like, Zol, we got to make this happen. I broke up with my boyfriend. Was like, <laughs> I'm here, guys. You know? <laughs> so I'm fucking. I'm I'm treating it like I would my career. You know, like fucking shit happens. You know, you lose, but do you quit? Fucking no way. You know, keep up with it. It's great. It is like I've I've lost a lot of things that I should have won. And I told myself, fuck thinking your ability is going to get you everywhere. This motherfucker trained for you and you didn't train for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, I lost him a lot of roast battles of fools that I would destroy. Yeah. 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 Damn. So I want to get personal, George. Uh, are you currently seeing someone? I know you're a dad. So what's what's your dating status? And then also, don't get upset, but how do you identify sexually? It's a new day and age. We got to ask everybody, George. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. So I'm um, six years with my girlfriend. Nice. Um, I got to have a dick. So to put it in her. All right. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you know, I've had a, I've had a rough journey. 
in life as far as sexual chef dj has strip clubs for 20 years oh wow yeah i know you told me that and so i touring as a comedian the background that you have and a a strip club dj i can only imagine the stories you have dude i get you didn't want to know what happened to me yesterday tell me right now george so we (laughs) this girl comes in for an audition at nighttime and i tell her hey i don't do auditions the night guy might let you audition. So she does the audition. After the audition, she doesn't even go back to the office. She just starts getting dances. And we're like, hey, you're not even hired. What's wrong with you? <laughs> oh, shit. So we ask her politely, hey, you know what? Come back tomorrow. We, we still have to do your paperwork. So she showed up yesterday in a fucking bikini, half open, no shoes, just the bottom, almost hits the club takes her top off so now she's just in a bikini bottom bare feet in the front of our strip club on beach boulevard what the fuck banging on the door you guys are you guys don't want to use me because i'm beautiful the other girls hate me and we were like dude chill you know manny would have if manny was there he would have to deal with this shit damn and i mean obviously there's i mean drugs alcohol like you know it was everything it was uh you know, when you deal with strippers, you're dealing with people that ain't used to hearing no. Yeah, I guess so. You know what I'm saying? They're just like, look, I, I'm going to get what I want. Yeah. What's up? I'm going <laughs> to get what I want. And I'll... So we had to call the cops on her. <laughs> Damn. And the cops will only show up when there's a female police officer available to control her because she's half naked and a guy. Oh, with the... yeah. So we waited like 10 minutes of this chick banging, trying to run in the club. <laughs> us all racist so y'all fools are racist and the manager's black and she's black okay and so the cops show up now she gets fully naked starts fucking dancing on the cop car oh my god stop we were like, we were like hey they're gonna take her to jail she's dancing she's dancing on the cop's car yeah what the but since it's a male cop he can't grab her so the female has to go grab her Wow, that's fucking wild. So they put her in the back seat. And we're like, hell yeah, they took her away. <laughs> Just another day in paradise. <laughs> ten, 10 minutes later. In paradise. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Her name was probably Paradise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Her name was like some weird shit. It was Randy. Damn. Randy's yeah. crazy. What the fuck? Yeah. So you work at the DJ uh, at the strip club. <laughs> Shit like this happens all the time. Uh, you've worked there for 20 years. You've been in this relationship for six. But, you know, to dig into the past, like, has being a touring comedian or a strip club DJ interfered with your relationships? Because not every woman's going to be like, oh, you're leaving me all the time or, you know, around titties all the time. And, and they're, not, they're not always going to be cool with it, right? No, you're exactly like I met her before. She knew me before we started dating for three years. So she knew my world. Yeah, yeah. And she knows the kind of guy I am. Like, I don't mess with strippers. I just <laughs> go in there, make my money, help them make their money, and give them a good, clean, protective environment, play the music they like. And when when I go on tour, I take my girlfriend sometimes. Oh, wow. Yeah, just so, you know, I mean, not all the time, but sometimes, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, there's communication there, you know, and plus... That's my life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. You have the same problem. You're training all the damn time. Fighting, podcasts, 
Well, it sucks. What do you, I mean, what, what do you want? I mean, for me, it's a little different because my partner is in the industry. So I literally train with him. Like, you know, we live together. We're always around each other. If anything, you know, people are probably like, you know, do you guys ever spend time apart? But with you, you know, um, I'm assuming that your lady's not in this strip club or, tour, you know, always touring Damn. with you. <laughs> Never ever ever ever. You've never dated a stripper? Never. Never dated a stripper seriously. I might have told her I was dating her for that day. But... <laughs> Damn. Have you have you ever dated a comedian? Never. What? Why not? Well, I'm not going to be with someone that has an opinion. Canceled right now. No, I mean it's just not my I don't know. I mean, I've seen some before with my girlfriend. There's beautiful people in every world, but it's just kind of like, nah, because I know people are competitive and I've seen other comedians mm -hmm. get done dirty. Yeah. Even the girl, then she gets all his emails. She's hitting up, hooking up with all the managers and she took his job. Yeah. 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 I mean, it could be a dirty, dirty fucking world. It could go either way. People use each yeah. other for sure. Yeah. But there are some perks right of dating someone who's in the same industry because like they share that same passion they can understand like dude i gotta go on tour again i gotta you know i can't do this because i gotta wake up early and oh i don't know about you guys you guys probably have late shows all the time right <laughs> yeah but we gotta get up early for radio yeah yeah that's true so you know there's there's perks of dating someone who understands what you're going through you don't have to always make excuses or explain right yeah. I mean, she was a assistant manager to another comedian. Okay. So, so she, she understands industry. Yes. That's actually perfect for you. <laughs> yeah. And it, it is like, we come from the same background. It, it just, it finally, it took me years to get this shit. Yeah. You know, I got three babies, moms. I'm sponsored by Planned Parenthood. <laughs> I got a damn. He's got a, a punch card. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I got my punch card. Damn. So you have four kids, right? Yes. Four kids, three baby mama. Hey, you had your fun. <laughs> but my question is, you know, we talked about Wild George doing your time and all that. When you had your first kid, did you notice a change? Or, you know, were you still kind of wilding out? You know, I was 18. Oh yeah, damn, that's that's too young, man. What the heck? I know, but I love it. My son's 26 and we can I'm I'm 45. We can drink together. That's amazing. Can, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a Mexican culture. <laughs> yeah. Damn. You know? 18. Okay, so you had your first one at 18. What age did you have your second one? 21. All right. Didn't learn your lesson. Okay. <laughs> no, it's not even a lesson. It's just uh I don't know. It's the way my dad had 16 kids from five women. What? What the fuck? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I have more contracts than Dana White. <laughs> <laughs> God, ste yeah, stereotypes are a thing for a reason. <laughs> yeah, I told that for the GF cable TV. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wild. So at what point, though? I mean, there must have been a switch, you know, from 18-year-old George till now. You know, you have four kids. Like, when when did you start kind of realizing, like, hey, I got to fucking provide for... I provided. Yeah. See, that's the thing is, when I was 18, I was a construction worker. I did concrete. I was okay. a cement. Damn, hard work. Yeah. <laughs> Not till I hit, like, 22, 23, I started doing comedy here and there, off and on. You know, and then I took it super serious. Yeah. And I was like, fuck construction. <laughs> I, I got crazy jobs. Yeah. <laughs> I started DJing at the strip club because I can DJ in the daytime, come home, feed the kids, and then do comedy at night. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, comedy and the DJing, yeah, they just go hand in hand. When I was coming up from you know, being an amateur fighter to be a professional fighter, it was serving and bartending because you could serve and bartend all night and then wake up the next day and train, you know? And then if you were tired or you had to go to a jujitsu tournament or a fight, you can give your shift away. It's kind of just like the industry. Exactly. They, I know what you mean. Yeah, they go hand in hand, you know? Like, or, you know, like a, for me, I used to drink, you know? Like if I was hungover, you know, from partying, I could give my shift away because I needed rest because I had to train later. You know, I don't drink anymore, but. Didn't you sweat it all out when you would train? I did, but like me and fucking Zol, my audio engineer, we were just talking. We're like, dude, how fucking crazy were we? We'd like stay up all night, you know, and then me, I'm a fighter. I would wake up early and train. And then sometimes I would just fucking smell like beer. You know, my coaches obviously are pissed at me and my training partners are just like, what the fuck, Ashley? <laughs> But, you know, now I'm older and I stayed up late last night at that metal show, didn't drink, just smoked weed. And now I'm like, oh, I feel hungover. You know, it's like age is catching up to me. Yep. Look who's <laughs> showing up. Every time I podcast, she fucking shows Look, up. Oh, kitty, kitty. For you listeners at home, uh, you can't see, but George has a kitty cat. Actually, you had a couple cats at your house. They were so super cute. This is, uh, she's an MMA. She's a badass. Oh, she's cute. What's her name? Her name's Baby. Baby. There was another oh, one. Yeah, the other one's Awesome Sprinkle Cupcake. <laughs> and then the gangster one, their older brother, he's Rick James. So are you a cat man, George? Yeah, you know, I, I had a dog, but I just like cats. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. why? Like, why do you like cats? I, uh, my mom told me that a person that has cats knows how to love someone because a cat needs attention of love for it to stay. Dude, I that's I always my my boyfriend kind of jokes with me because he gives our dog like so much affection and love. And I'm like, what's up, fool? Like, OK, like, you know, I like, give him his food. I like take it for, you know, walk. And then like I kind of just let him do his thing. And my boyfriend's like, you need to give him more love. And like sometimes I think about getting a cat and I'm like, nah, cats are too needy. They're needy little bitches. You know, they're like always just like on you. <laughs> But then they do their own shit as well. Once they leave, they jam. Yeah, that's true. So you like cats. What do you like in women, like characteristic-wise? Well, first, let's be shallow. Physically, like what kind of chick do you like? Uh, one with the vagina. <laughs> okay. Setting the standards real high. I like it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I got to see baby pictures. Wait, baby pictures so you know what she's going to create? Yeah, yeah. You've been a woman your whole life? All right. <laughs> Oh wow, that's why <laughs> baby pictures. And I'm not—I'm a comedian. I make fun of all this shit. Yeah. But uh, you know, you gotta be smart. Just any kind of smart. Uh, if you don't love yourself, I can't love you. You know what I mean? It just—of course, I have to be with someone beautiful. 
who, who doesn't want to be with someone beautiful? But so, my beautiful, yeah, my what, is beautiful. Exactly. What is your beautiful? What What do you see as beautiful? I don't know. My my girlfriend's beautiful to me. Yeah. Yeah, and oh. she only has one ear. <laughs> That's amazing. I can't tell if you're joking or not. I'm like, like, if I laugh right there, you'd be like, I'm serious. <laughs> no, no, I mean, she, I don't know. Just, she's a cool, beautiful person. Yeah, so like, you know, good heart as well, you know? Like, yeah, family values. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, hey, we're, we're in a new era, and I feel any woman is allowed to dress how they want. Yeah. I really feel that. For sure. But if you're going to dress how you want, it better be good <laughs> what do you mean like no muffin top or like yeah, the muffin top but like just fucking stylish yeah yeah it's just how i am put some know? effort into your appearance exactly yeah don't, I try to. don't be looking like uh the chick from the strip club with the bathing suit and no shoes yes <laughs> okay all right george have you ever done online dating no no none what do you think about it the party line was the only online dating I ever did. What's a party line? <laughs> Zol knows. what. Wait, I don't know what it is. What's a party line? So back in the days, you'd steal a calling card and, and call this number and just leave like a message. Okay. I'd be like, what's up? I'd, I'd be funny. I'm like, what's up? This is Hammer. I just got out the slammer. <laughs> <laughs> respond back. Hey, what's up? Where do you live? And I'd be like, oh, shit. But the girls were horrible. Uh, horrible. Wait, so were these real One people? Of, yeah, yeah. It's it's before the internet. Oh, okay. Got yeah. It. You would just call, what's up? What's going on? It'd be like chat rooms. Okay, so this would be like telephone uh, equivalent of chat roulette. Do you know what that is? No. Chat roulette. Basically, it would be like, okay, same thing. same thing. Like, I'm logging on, but I don't know who's going to log on. And you just click a button and it just kind of like spins the wheel and like, boop, you see my picture. I see your picture. And you can choose to like, you know, stay or you can like next them, basically. Yeah. And so, you know, I think it's like more. Say it again. Same thing. No picture. Okay. Yeah. That's that's even more of a gamble. That's sketch. Oh, okay. And you press star or pound, Zol says, and it takes you to another person. <laughs> Damn, okay. Chat roulette. Yeah, I don't I don't know about that. But what do you think about online dating these days? You know, um it for me it takes away a picture doesn't do shit for me. Mm-hmm. I gotta hang out with you, chill. And it's just the way I am, you know, like the vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a chemistry for sure. Yeah, that's just how I do it. I'm not really tripping off of, uh, yeah. Do you get crazy uh, fan messages? Because, I mean. I get ruthless ones. I know you do, too. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's got to be, it doesn't matter, you know, like crazy or, you know, like super fans. Like, they don't, everybody has them, you know. If you're in the spotlight, you know, if you're you're on, on some kind of platform, you have some kind of crazy messages. So, like, what kind do you get? Are they sexual? Are they just, you know. I get it. Okay, the major <laughs> one I get is I want to do coke with you. Really? Yeah. That's because yeah. you just see, you seem like a fun ass guy. They're like, I just want to hang yeah. out with George. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You remember that movie Saving Silverman? Yes. Remember where the Jack Black? He's gonna go to Neil Diamond. He's like, I want to party with you. <laughs> yeah. I get all that, and like, 
I even get dick pics from fools. Wow. Are they just trying to like get with you or like flex and be like, look how big my dick is? What's up, homie? We can get bitches together. (laughs) You're tripping. We can get bitches together. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, I I get hit up by girls all the time, but I just tell them, hey, look, uh, not to be a dick, I got a girlfriend and like, I don't fuck fans. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) when the guy was like, yeah, we can get bitches together. Have you ever done that? You ever done the, um, what's it called? Devil's threesome or Eiffel Tower? What is it? No. No? I've never been in a threesome. I mean, when I was like 19, 18, I'd go to these parties, hook up and like scam and jam shit. But (laughs) I don't know. I I would feel weird. I, I, I don't have threesome etiquette. You know what I mean? Like I, <laughs> I don't I like. I would, he'd probably be like, "Yo, homie, that's my leg right there." Like, hey, <laughs> the arms, like that's your part of the torso. Yeah, oh. or you're still in the the spotlight the whole time. You're not letting him cut in. Yeah, man, hold on, dog. <laughs> I'm not done. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, 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 I've seen it so much at the club. Intermingling, like threesome stuff. Like customers take two, three girls down with them. Hey, I want to get a VIP with those three. And I'd be like, what the fuck? I'm, just, I'm good. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of just not my style. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you never had work. you never had a drunken night where like one girl was like, hey, I want you to. And I'd be like, uh, I'm out. I, I don't I'm know. Out. <laughs> I've always lived in that world of um, never, ever disrespect a woman in that kind of level. And it's not disrespect, but it's more like I'm. What if this girl gets mad and then she says, hey, these fools raped me? Yeah, that's that's a huge thing. Like, that's why I'm so happy. And the fact that I control whether or not I get pregnant. So happy about being a woman, you know, like we have that power. Yeah. So I'm just like, ah, I'm cool. I'll do the one on one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 You got to protect yourself. It is. And, you know, like you're uh, a figure, you're a public figure. So yeah. it's like chicks, you know, or or men, you know, they're crazy. They could be trying to. You know, get your money, your catch a slippage, you know, set you up. I want to take a quick break to thank our sponsor, Perfect Sports. These guys are always keeping things fresh and being creative with their flavor options. Their newest flavor of diesel whey protein isolate is no different. Inspired by the fall season, Perfect has come out with a limited edition pumpkin spice latte flavored protein. Pumpkin spice latte provides a spicy and savory aromatic taste that can be enjoyed warmed or chilled. Remember, guys, this is a limited edition, so make sure to get your orders in soon. Inventory will be going quick. As always, this new limited edition flavor provides you with the same benefits that diesel always does. It's third-party tested for banned substances and is the highest quality that protein can be. Order yours now by heading to perfectsports.com and using my code REBELGIRL for a 20% discount. Guys, this is a sex podcast. Let's get down to it. What man doesn't want improved erection strength, penis size, or a better sex life in general? Penis pumps are not just an Austin Powers gimmick. We're proud to announce our new partnership with Bathmate. Bathmate are the world's best penis pump, harnessing the power of water for real, lasting improvements for your penis size, erection strength, personal confidence, and sex life. Bathmate Hydro Pumps have helped over 1 million satisfied users worldwide. 
It's safe, affordable, and backed with a money-back guarantee. So what are you waiting for? To check out the different products and for a 60-day money-back guarantee and a massive two years manufacturer's warranty, visit fatmate.us slash rebel and start your journey today. Through HempCo are big believers in the power of hemp to help you find your better. No matter how you define that, they're committed to creating a straighter line to help you get there. They're upfront about what hemp is, what it can do, and how they make their products. Sourced from seed to shelf, organically grown hemp, non-GMO hemp, USA grown and bottled, and vegan. When you order from Through Hemp, you can be certain that you're getting the highest quality broad spectrum CBD without any THC. Because their hemp is grown organically in Northwest America, they know every step your CBD has taken, from the seed that's planted to the final product on the shelf. Whether you're new to CBD or you've been taking it for years, you can trust Through Hemp will deliver the best quality CBD with absolutely zero THC. Check out their website at throughhemp.com and connect with them on Instagram at through underscore hemp. Be sure to use promo code Ashley20 at checkout for 20% off your entire purchase. On your path towards better, skip the detours. Start with through. Now back to our episode. Have you ever had someone who was trying to, you know, set you up in some kind of way like that because you are in a comedian? I've always caught it. I've always caught it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm just it's just not my style. Like I'm not. I don't know. I love that about myself. Where it's just like I work at a fucking strip club. I see naked women all day. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah, no yeah. reason I don't need to do this. Yeah. Like, I'm good. Yeah. 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 Do you so the in fighting they say that you should abstain from sex before a fight you know almost every single fighter we've had on here is like fuck that we're fucking you know do you is there anything what would it take for you to have to abstain from sex uh prison <laughs> prison <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we we have sex before we do jokes really yeah but, but if for fighting, it's isn't it different? Is it the truth that you have more stamina? No, I mean, th- there's been studies, and I don't know if the, any are very conclusive. If anything, men might benefit slightly from kind of saving your testosterone and not having that release. Okay. But women, I think the studies actually say that having sexual intercourse like ups your testosterone levels, so it could be beneficial, right? Ronda Rousey's gone on record uh, as to say, and she tries to fuck as much as possible before a fight, which is hilarious, but... I think she's fucking ugly. (laughs) I mean... Yeah, yeah, she looks like she was on, like, Deadliest Catch. Oh, wait, Deadliest Catch? (laughs) She was jumping in there grabbing crabs and tuna. That's not nice. She just has this weird look to her to me. I don't know what it is. I remember when uh, her and I were on the same amateur card before we went pro. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, it's kind of like bittersweet, right? Because she like blew up and like I've had like a struggling career, like ups, downs and whatever. But hey, we all have our fucking journey, right? I'm still here. I'm still fucking here. Yeah. Yeah. Some days. (laughs) 
Uh, you know, but I remember when she was getting big, my coach at the time, Eugene Jackson, who's like an OG, uh, older UFC fighter, he was like, she's going to do so well. She's got that very marketable face, kind of like girl next door. And I was like, really? Like that? But then I was like, okay. And then he was so right. (sighs) Ronda Rousey blew the fuck up. And, you know, like she may not be your cup of tea or even my cup of tea, but she's somebody's cup of tea. Yeah, yeah, but the tea's cold now. <laughs> the bag ripped. The bag. You know what I mean? It's just, they protected her. And you could see what happened. When she fought some real people, she got smacked the fuck up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, WWE now. Get the fuck out of here. But you can't hit on that because it's like, you know, I'm going to be 35 next month, George. Like, fuck, how long can I be a cage fighter for real? And she's doing WWE. And I think the uh, lifespan on that is way longer than being an MMA fighter, you know? So, like, she's making her money, right? Yeah, but to, you lose your credibility to me. It's just me. Who the fuck am I? <laughs> probably choked me the fuck out. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm supposed to cap No, yeah, but I, I got mixed mixed feelings about her, you know, just because I yeah. think that um, even though she didn't ask to be a role model, like, we are fucking it, you know? So even though I get in trouble and, you know, I am don't make the best choices, like, I am cognizant that, like, I am looked up to from certain people, you know, especially young girls and stuff like that. And I just remember her being such a fucking poor sport. Like, just never showing, you know, like this one, like, Ugh, you know, like, don't, don't shake hands, you know, shit like that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, it is what it is. For her time being, she did her thing. Yeah, I'm grateful. Honestly, I am grateful to her for for paving the way for the rest of us. Always will be. You got to give credit where credit is due. Female UFC fighters? Oh, for sure. For sure. You know, Dana White saw a star in her and opened the floodgates for the rest of us fighters, female fighters. So, yeah, I'm fucking I'm grateful to that. And you got to. I didn't look at it like that. Yeah, you know, like she did her thing and she thought that whatever she was doing in the time was good for her or her career or whatever. And I've learned in this fucking industry and in life, you don't know what people are dealing with behind the scenes. So you can sit here and fucking judge all you want. But, you know, you don't know what's going on. Yeah, but you're allowed to judge because they're on a platform for you to judge them. Yeah, yeah, this is true. (laughs) That's what I tell people. Hey, when I do my podcast, I already tell them all the bad things. So when I get on stage and they're like, well, he already said he did that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think honesty is the best policy because then no one can be like, hey, you misrepresented yourself. I'm like, no, I'm fucking transparent as fuck. (laughs) You know what you get when when you talk to me. Yeah, because I when I when I first started comedy, all the club owners were like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Like you can't wear that outfit up there. And I was really? like, "What the fuck do you?" What? Yeah, they're like, "You look like a gang member." I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I look like a gang member. They said that. What does it matter if I do look like a gang member? If I was a rapper, I could wear this outfit, but I'm a fucking comedian. Like, what the fuck's wrong with you? I thought they're comedians like, would be the. George, you need to grow your hair, wear a suit. And I was like, fuck you. What? These were like venue pro- or promoters? Who said that? Oh, like big clubs. Oh, wow. And this was recently or back in the day? Yeah, 15, 17 years ago. You know, it's, it's, I go by these clubs and they're like, hey, you wanna, would you come do our club? And I was like, nope, I got the same outfit, the same fucking hair. 
Damn, never forget. Never forget. Damn, that. yeah, that's important. Yeah, that's why I kind of feel like I'm in the same boat you are and like these other comedians were getting work and I was like, what the fuck? They're not even getting laughs. Yeah, oh, yeah. They have hair. He's wearing the suit. Yeah, it's the look. They want them to play. Yeah. Where are they now? Not around. No. And it must feel so fucking good for you to be George Perez, shaved head, dress how you fucking want, you know, like kind of look like, you know, even me. It's like you look like you had a rougher background, you know, like you don't want to fuck with that person kind of vibe. And you still made it. So it must be that much more rewarding. It just it feels good that all my friends and everyone that I knew was like, hey, dog, you didn't fucking change for Hollywood. No conformity. <laughs> and, 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 you know, I don't, I, I don't care. Like the compliments that I have now are nothing to what I'm set out for to do. And I might wear a suit one day, but it's going to be this my choice of liking my style, my look. Nice. What are some comedy goals that you have? I definitely want to do a Netflix special, just one for Netflix. Uh, I definitely want to do my own show, like a sitcom and a sketch series. Yeah, that would be dope. And uh, I want to do like a Cheech and Chong record album. (laughs) Remember how they did like skits like that? Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to have Side Dick Eddie and... um... Next to the G. Yeah, next to the G. (laughs) Those guys are great. I was doing my research on you. I, I checked out you know, um, side dick Eddie and I was scrolling down. I'm like, Oh, those three have been performing and homies for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I met side dick Eddie in the strip club industry. <laughs> okay. He was, a, he was, he worked at another club that my cousin worked at. He's been, he's been doing this shit since he was 17. How old is he? He's 35. Damn. And he has, he has three kids from strippers. All three strippers. No, from different strippers. <laughs> Side Dick Eddie, hashtag never learn. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's just, yeah, he's. <laughs> uh, he's yeah. funny, dude. He's funny as fuck. He, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. He opened up for George, and then he was also uh, just kind of co hosting on the George Press Stories uh, episode with me on there. And you guys got great chemistry, dude. Thank you. It's, Thank you. you know, it, yeah. It, it goes with being around each other. It's like I said, I don't want to use what Hollywood wants. Yeah. My formula's working. I'm not going to put a square guy next to me. How, George? How do you feel about the gas prices? I don't give a fuck about the gas prices, dog. Dude, but you know, like your fans uh, and just people in general who hear your comedy, they appreciate the realness so much. And you're going to have, you know, real fans, real fucking fans who like your story resonates and they feel like it's them on stage. Yeah, I mean, you get that in your career as well. For sure, for sure. I think people appreciate um, not trying to be who you're not, you know? Yeah, straight up. Straight Back to some sex talk. Have you ever fucked in the club? No. Never? In the strip club? No, 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 no. The comedy club. Nah. Never, you know, like in the bathroom? No, it's because, like... I don't want them to have any reason to say, like, hey, dog, you can't come back here. Hey, yeah, dog, you yeah. can't come back here. Yeah. And that's just my style. I don't know what, like, people think, like, hey, I fucking alley. I mean, I, 
<laughs> What's one of the wildest uh, or craziest places that you've ever hooked up? Uh, next door to a police station. Shut up. Yeah, I got I got released from the police station, <laughs> and then just went right next to it, tapped it, had the seatbelt on my ass. It was weird. <laughs> Well, they said click it or a ticket, so I clicked it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Has a chick ever asked you to do something in bed that you were like, oh, no, I'm out? Yeah. What was it? My name. <laughs> <laughs> Say my name. Yeah, uh, I get all that, like, crazy requests. Shit on me. Uh... No fucking way. Yeah, and I'm just like, I'm game getting shit on you. I'm not going to call you again, but I'm not going to figure it out. Figuratively shit on you, but I'm not going to literally shit on you. I get all that shit. Uh, spit in my face or fuck. The crazy shit are the girls that have been like, some chicks have so crazy. This girl is like, I want you to act like my uncle. Shut up. More like, nah, nah. Oh, my God. Sorry. No. <laughs> Uh, what's yeah. your what's your biggest pet peeve in the bedroom? You know, we always get kind of like hygiene. You know, chicks will come on here and be like, "Hey, a guy that tries to slip it in the back door without asking." You know, like everyone has their 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 pet peeves, right? Yeah, bad breath and dirty feet and hairy armpits. Hairy armpits? Hell yeah! Wait, like like a stubble? Like, hey, I forgot to shave oh, quick. Oh my god, that's just lazy. What the hell? Yeah, like this one chick straightened them out with the straightener. They were like, <laughs> they were like conditioned. They were dead highlights. Gross. <laughs> the hell? She's living in the seventies. Yeah, no body hair. Not, not the, not the business anymore. And uh, clean underwear is a must. Oh God, who doesn't have clean underwear that you're messing with, George? This is back in the days. You back asked in the days. It's been six years since I've seen dirty underwear. For sure. This is a mushy question, but if you could give young George some advice on women and love and dating, what would you tell him? George, 20-year-old George, stop trying to play these girls and be more honest with them and they'll respect you later. Because sure. I've had a lot of girls be like, hey, you played me. And I was like, well, you let me. Like, <laughs> felt like you wanted it. But now that I'm older, I'm like, honesty is everything. Yeah. Then that's what I would tell. And wear a condom. But I love all my kids. So I don't care. <laughs> for sure. For sure. All right. I feel like it's time for the lightning sex round. What do you think, Zol? Oh, All right, lightning sex round, George. If you don't know, it is a rapid fire yes or no segment. So I'm going to ask you one question or one and or you know, and you're just going to say yes or no. For example, I'll say, do you dirty talk in bed? You say yes or no. We keep it moving. Okay. Ready? Okay. Lightning sex round. Here we go. George, do you dirty talk in bed? Hell yeah. Spank or like to be spanked? Both. Biting? Eh. Choking? Fuck yeah. Threesomes? Fuck no. Do you watch porn? Mm, For comedy reasons. Okay. Any kind of fetishes like foot fetish? No. Bodily fluid fetish? No. 
bondage, like ropes, blindfolds, handcuffs. That's fuck. All right. Role playing. Yeah. But it has to be like dumb, goofy, creative role playing. Oh, man. I, I can't do that because I can't stay serious. And it's hard to like want to have sex when you're laughing. Yeah, but it's just <laughs> when you commit, it just makes you a better comic. That's probably true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Butt stuff on you or a partner? I'm good. <laughs> do you use sex toys? Uh, no. Ever been to a swingers club or a sex party? I've had to do comedy at both. What? Okay, we're going to come back to that. Uh, a lingerie lover? Only on the person I love. Okay. Body hair? We were Damn. Hell no. <laughs> Ever been caught having sex? Yes. Ever been caught masturbating? Yes. All right. That is the lightning sex round. Congratulations. You did great. <laughs> but we got to have to circle back. Yeah, like how... Comedy at a sex club, like, how the fuck, how are you supposed to concentrate? <laughs> I'd be like, and then he, you know, like, how would you concentrate? This is the thing, as I show up and everyone's like with their little mask on to cover their faces. Oh, like eyes wide shut. Yeah. Okay. They were like, hey, the special attractions here. So I was like, they come stopped, out. They stopped fucking to watch you. Yeah, and I come out and I was just like, I have to break the ice. So I told her the girl to come up. I sprinkled cocaine on her titty. Uh -huh. And I did it. And I said, hey, I'm not going to hump, but I'm going to bump. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> then I just did like 15, 20 minutes. And then, boom, they gave me $1,000. Damn, that's a great gig. Yeah, it was cool. It was up in like Silver Lake. You see some wild shit? It was weird. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. You could tell it was a low budget one. They just put them on the new. <laughs> low budget. They were sleeping bags all over the floor. Stop. No, like, I, I, that's why I made the joke. I'm like, are you guys making twigs? Right? There are two people in a fucking sleeping bag. <laughs> There's just like a cooler of like Tecate ice, you know? <laughs> okay, well, uh, do you want to play Fuck Mary Kill with us? Yes! Yes! Fuck one, marry one, kill one. Go. I think we're done here. Done here. Done here. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to give you three names, and you're going to tell me who you want to fuck, who you want to marry, and who you want to kill out of these three names. Okay. All right. Don't worry. I'm not going to get you into trouble. It's not like female comedians or something. No, no. <laughs> All right. Uh, R.I.P., you got Selena. Rosie Perez and Demi Lovato. These are all Hispanic women, some more than others. No, they're actually Latinas. Latinas, sorry. <laughs> One of them's Mexican. Uh, so I would, uh, I'd fuck Rosie Perez and marry Selena, and I'd kill Demi Lovato. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know what it is about her. She's just weird to me. One time, someone burned me so bad, but it's also hilarious. So I'm like, I, I never forget it. Someone was like on social media or something. Yeah, they were like, you look like dollar store Demi Lovato. And I was like, oh, that's a good burn. <laughs> I remember one time I said on Twitter, it's hotter than the spoons at Demi Lovato's house right now. Oh, my God. That's what I <laughs> Damn. Burn. <laughs> All right, George, last question. Uh, that I'm going to ask you before we head over to UFC Fight Pass and ask you some uh, Fight Pass exclusive fan questions. My okay. last question is, who would you like to see on the show? It could be a comedian or another fighter. 
Yeah, on my show on Sex and Violence with Rebel Girl. Um, hmm. I would love to see Joey Diaz on here. We he, he's been on here. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. I, I had I him. You guys in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. And, and when I had him on, it was only audio. I didn't. I wasn't like even on okay. Zoom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's another comedian that I just got turned on to, man. He's fucking funny. His name's Ryan O'Neill. Ryan O'Neill. Okay. Look this guy up. He, Wait. I, I, he made me a fan. I, when he goes on, I, I, I get my drink. I sit there and I just watch him. Oh, that's awesome. Where's he from? He's from Indiana. Okay. But he lives out here in Hollywood. Ryan Neal. Ryan O'Neill. Ryan O'Neill. Okay, write that down, Zol. Got it. <laughs> Damn, I will check him out. All right, for the rest of the listeners, where can they find you on social media? If you have a website, if you want to link them to the George Press stories, anything you want to promote right now, now's the time. Okay. Uh, George P. Comedy on all social media platforms. I was born here, so it starts with the G. <laughs> o R G E P Comedy. If you want to buy my merch or buy tickets for my tour, it's at georgepcomedy.com. Link is in my Instagram bio. And yeah. I'll stick all those links. I'll be on tour with them as well. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I will always put all those links in the show notes, guys. So if you, you know, are driving right now and you can't, you know, you don't got a pen, check that out. That is it for episode 99 with comedian George Perez. Guys, UFC Fight Pass is the world's premier combat sports streaming service with over 200 live events, the largest fight library in existence, original shows, and more. Sign up for one year and get half the year off for a limited time at www.ufcfightpass.com backslash sign up. Next week, we are talking to Sugar Rashad Evans. He's a UFC Hall of Famer, winner of the Ultimate Fighter number two, and the former UFC light heavyweight champion. He is our guest for episode 100, and I'm honored to have him on. It's going to be a really, really good episode, so check that out. Tune in next week, and don't forget, you can always check out our merchandise at sexviolencewithrebelgirl.com. Pick up a shirt, a hat, anything, and that supports the show guys we really appreciate it you can always check out some exclusive content from me your host at www.ashleyrebelgirl.com that is my fan time website it's kind of like an only fans but better so check that out and lastly i want to remind you guys please 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 if you could rate and review the show it takes two seconds but it's very very helpful and it's free it's a free way to help us out so pretty please go do that I love you guys. I really hope you enjoyed this this week's show. I did. George is awesome. Really looking forward to episode 100. That's a really big, um, you know, just a 
mile marker for us. That's that shows that we are making progress and I'm committed to this podcast. We are already on UFC Fight Pass after just two years of being a show. So I'm excited about the future. I love you guys for tuning in every week for all your guest questions and just all the support. Special thank you to our audio engineer. That is DJ Zoll. Check him out on Instagram at DJ Zoll, Tomorrow Kids Studio, at Tomorrow Kids Official. And you can always find us at Sex and Violence with Rebel Girl and myself at Ashley MMA, all on Instagram. And we actually have a Twitter now, too. It's like, you know what? I, I'll tell you guys next week. <laughs> Remember, guys, be kind, be grateful, but don't take shit from anyone. I'll talk to you guys next week with a new guest and more tales of sex and violence.